Hello, listeners, and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Girls Interrupting. On this one, we're going to be talking about Strong Female Protagonist, a webcomic written by Brennan Lee Mulligan with art by Molly Ostertag. With me, as always, are Monica. Hi. Oh, my God. Are you <laughs> I'm awake? yelling at our friends on Slack. No. Monica has... Um, deprioritize our podcast over text. It's fine. Uh, if you would like to join this podcast and take Monica's seat, please let us know. Um, you can send in your resume. To <laughs> I'm doing this for you guys. I was just writing something very funny and y'all are going to see it. And please it's include funny. a cl- cover letter. Thank mm-hmm. you. And All a headshot. Right. Look, I'm here. The phone is away. The other people in. here with me on the podcast are Shelby. Present. Mm-hmm. And Jackie. Look, I remembered my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's always important to remember your name. I know my name. I just wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so strong female protagonist. So I, I had so never good. heard of this before. Um, I got five pages in and went, I've read this before yeah, really? yeah and i i got to the end of issue two and i clicked over to issue three and i went that's why i didn't keep reading there was no issue three ah. when i first read it so this is a few years old at this point we read mm-hmm. the first two issues which it updates first twice two a week. chapters chapters that, yeah you know clarifies a little sorry yeah and it was interesting um because i think you could really tell the difference between issue one and issue two. Oh yeah the oh, art yeah. changed drastically because i was excited because i was like i always love starting a a, a, a web comic because you look at panel one issue one mm-hmm. and then i love fast forwarding to the end and trying not to like spoil myself mm-hmm. but to see the difference of the art and to yeah, watch to watch them grow you, you you'll never get a better real time well not real time but like almost real time well i mean your real time not their real time but yeah. watching a, a process improvement and from one to two it was incredible it really well, was yeah because we we read demona on this on yeah. our uh, podcast a little while ago and the difference i think between just the beginning panel and the end Nimona, of that yeah. was immense yeah it's crazy i mean it's it's like they say you know keep doing it until you're better and what i liked about it is the story was still really layered in the beginning so yes. that first mm-hmm. chapter there's lots of stuff that we haven't even delved into in chapter two yeah you know? and, and um <clears throat> yeah they really knew the story that they were telling from mm-hmm. from the beginning and um the art catches up i think with the story mm-hmm. by issue two yeah we, i mean we start right off the bat with her getting hit by a bus yeah no big <laughs> deal and then the bus, the bus the driver bus driver's like oh it's you Who's gonna pay for this? And I'm like, what? Yeah, it was great. You hit her. It set it set the tone and the mood, and it set the sense of history up um, before we'd even really met the main character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it wasn't quite what I I don't. I'm not really sure what I expected. You know, I've read Kate Beaton's stupid little comics of the strong female character. Yeah, Harker Vagrant. You know, and I wasn't sure if maybe it was gonna be a satire or if it was gonna be something like that, but. The intelligence of this comic actually kind of took me by surprise. Me too. It was more layered than I expected it to yeah. be. Yeah, that, the fight at the end of uh, issue two oh was so good. I almost cried. Uh, her try, oh trying God. desperately to rebuild the playground yeah. while she's bleeding copiously yeah. from the head. Yeah. Oh my God, honey. Yeah. I just, I really love things that explore that. Mm-hmm. Like the... Um, the other side of having powers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That you're in, invincible in some ways, but in others, like you're so vulnerable, right? Because she can do all these things, but she can't fix. Uh, she doesn't know how to fix a playground. She doesn't well, know I, how the government works. I really like that moment where she lost it on the talk show. Yeah. And she's like, I am 17. Yeah. You cannot look to me to fix real problems. Yeah. I punch really hard and that's it. Yeah. She's like, I've been to the Pentagon. And I don't even know what they do. I don't know what yeah. they do. How does a building get made? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I just put on a skirt and punch people. Like, what? It, it asks all these intelligent questions in a way that, like, it took regular superhero comics, what, 30 years? 30, to 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, no, I just, I really enjoyed, you know, the, the end of the first issue when she just sits down with her biggest enemy and he's like, 
we've been fooled. Yeah, we yeah. got yeah. tricked. You and me both. That was that was I really my like favorite. That scene, actually. It was like, good section when yes. when I like he throws her <laughs> off. He's like, oh no, I'm done. I'm here. You can you can take me. And, and she's like, what? Uh, she's sorry. like, um, hold on. <laughs> I also really enjoy that they're like friends. Mm-hmm. They're bros. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And then like he shows her all this stuff and. It was just she's like well, and like the people that they had lost are actually really scary to not have around because those are like he's not wrong. Those are people who could have actually saved the world. Yeah, and they left them with people who just like are the shallow upper layer of being able to save the world. It becomes yeah. extremely relevant. I mean, obviously this was written many years ago, but the idea of having a big show in the foreground yeah. while mm-hmm. hiding a lot of shit going on in the background. Sob. 2017, I hate you. <laughs> you thought 2016. That 2016 was bad. God damn it. I never did. I knew. <laughs> but I yeah, and we haven't really come back around to that a lot in in chapter two. Um, what's going on with whoever it is who's in charge, who who was killing those kids. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually I'm really looking forward to to busting ahead and re- and reading some more to find yeah. out what's gonna happen. I next. have that tab open on both computers and I'm kind of just like waiting to press ahead because uh, <laughs> I was way too busy at work today to actually read ahead. Wow. Very, very I, know, I, lost, I lost half my morning today to like doing works. And I was like, I had terrible web comic and comic <laughs> reading plan for today. So this is rude. Yeah. I'm How dare level. you expect me to go to meetings? Hella rude. I had to lead a meeting and I was like, I could be Ugh. reading Vader right now. What mm. are we doing? Mm. Unbelievable. But you guys just like entertain terrible. yourselves and I'll read comics for an hour. I mean, why not? I feel like that, that should work. so much to ask. It's not. It shouldn't be. Anyway, I really like this. Yeah, I, I really want to press on and read more. I really, and really enjoyed it. We didn't really touch on a lot of her relationships outside of um, the comic. The, She's the superhero. dating Nimona. Oh, you mean the characters. <laughs> what? Jeez. Molly Ostertag and um, Ginger, Ginger Hayes. Hayes are living together Noelle in Stevenson. LA. They're in love. I'm not, a, I'm not a gossip. I was talking about the content. I understand. <laughs> I just got really excited Wait. when I saw Molly Ostertag was the writer and we read Nimona like two months ago. Is She's the artist. Like a year Are they ago. living together? I, I thought know. she was living with Marguerite. No, she oh moved out. Oh my god! Could we um, not pretend we know this much about their personal <laughs> lives? <laughs> it's on Twitter. It's not a secret. Marguerite and Ginger Hazing were living together. Noelle were living together, and then Noelle and Molly started dating, and then they got serious, and then they moved in together with their cat and dog, and they lived together in a different house. And Marguerite got like two new roommates. Also, Marguerite has a boyfriend. She has well, <laughs> well she I has a she, sweetheart. Well, I know she has a sweetheart, but now it's not Galhalla. It's still Galhalla, but like it's just because Marguerite's there. Oh yeah, they have a new name for uh, Molly and Noel's place. It's called something else. I can't remember what it is though. Good lord, mm. but it's really cute. They put it all on Twitter. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, we're just a little bit wanting to be friends with them. Look, yes. When Noel moved bit. out, we discussed applying to live with Marguerite. Yes, can we send a resume to Marguerite and live with also, her? Also, they were both looking for an assistant, and we also discussed <laughs> applying for that. Did job. you not? No, mm. I can't move to L.A. God, no. L.A. is the it's the worst. worst. We were just there. and We hated every second oh, of guys, being there. I'm in the minority because I, I like LA. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Can you turn left on a <laughs> fucking green light? No. Because I Nowhere can't. can you do that. You have to make four rights to make a left. It's fucking stupid. LA's fine. You're not wrong, but I like LA. All right. Shall we? You and I are the only smart ones here. <laughs> this is it. Oh, yeah. I, anyway. I, I think, anyway. I think because I knew that, that Molly um, was dating Noelle in real life, I think I was expecting her character to also be gay. And um, Oh, I... I don't know. I don't even think it's not her character though. It's that writer's character. That's true. Which is what's interesting. I didn't actually think, I don't know. I didn't draw the connection between Molly and the character, but I did actually think her and Violet were like maybe 
Um, I actually was reading it that she is either nothing or she's queer. I didn't read her as being hetero. Okay. Do you think she and, and Violet are, are? No, I think Violet's a terrible friend, actually. Violet is a terrible She's friend. A, a bad there's a lot friend. of subtext to read on, um, that, especially in the first issue, the idea of her... Violet pulling her in and saying using her using her as a human shield in order to Mm -hmm. because it was very interesting because you know on Allison's side it was oh you know in our hearts we're probably like yay protesters are probably right right, right." right. but we see the tactics used by the protesters that were kind of shady um, saying oh yeah we'll just get a superhero on our side so you don't want to attack us but then you see the flip side of of you know the police and the heroes. And the police the are like, police can side. you get out of here? You're just making it worse. Yeah, and the only reason that the police didn't counteract against the protesters was like, oh, you see the hero over there? Now we don't want to start that shit. And it's like, what would you have done if she wasn't there? Yeah. Well, and you I know? like that she yelled at her and she's like, don't ever do this again. I was like, you're a dumbass, Violet. Yeah. Well, and then like they were out drinking or whatever. And she's like, let's all get te-. like, I don't know. I think Violet's not a good friend. Well, I was I more. Do. I think I was more willing to forgive her for that because I think that's that is that is definitely her her privilege showing in there that she's not paying enough attention. But the other, I feel like the other part was her, with her using her as like a human shield. That was deliberate and yes. almost malicious. Yeah, yeah, but because that happened, I feel like the tattoo thing was also vaguely deliberate because. If you, I was reading the scene, and they were all paying attention to Allison, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Violet goes, let's all get $15 tattoos. Oh, you think she was deliberately yeah, trying to turn attention yeah, toward her? Yeah, she wanted the attention away from Allison and she picked something Allison couldn't do that would also be hurtful to subconsciously train her, don't steal my attention. Oh, see, I didn't I, I didn't, didn't read, read it that. as quite that That's malicious. fine, but everybody's different. But like, I don't like Violet. Oh, I, I don't think she's a good friend. She's not a good friend. The forgiveness scene honestly went too quickly for me. me well, too. that actually <laughs> felt kind of like a friendship thing. But also, if you look at who Allison is as a person, she probably felt bad because Violet was scared of her. And so that's probably why it fast forwarded the fr- the forgiveness scene, mm-hmm. which is not fair because Violet was in the wrong. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. And I but I really appreciate them kind of bringing up those issues. Yeah. About yeah. how to how does she be a college student? Well, yeah. You I know think, what I, I mean? mean? And, like, and we got we get that we get that whole scene with her and the professor, mm-hmm. which I thought was so well done. Mm hmm. Because at first you're just like, okay, this guy is just a straight up bigot and he doesn't like her because she's super powered. But then he, I thought, actually made some some interesting points. I think he's still wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, he's I, a little more shaded than I mean, yeah. here's the deal. Is it, I definitely thought that that was going to happen by the end of it. We would figure out that that's what was, you know, he had someone killed and some mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, I liked his little, his argument with an, um, on her paper. But at the same time, like you can't, fail a paper because you disagree with the argument no well, that's also just because incorrect. she's not what you consider to be human doesn't mean she can't take in nietzsche roll it around in her exactly. head and come yeah. out with an experience like so, that guy yeah. that guy like whatever okay your husband died and that sucked but you live in a city covered in supers like this is a thing that is gonna happen yeah and i, I think and obviously i i i liked that she was reflecting on that mm-hmm. and it was making her think of how she had maybe been less careful in her mm-hmm. in her superheroing than yeah. maybe she should have been and and i feel like you do have to take a you have to take some responsibility for your actions in that mm-hmm. and by just careful carelessly throwing this robot inside of a building mm-hmm. and you killed civilians you mm-hmm. have to own that yeah but also i mean that guy's still a bigot yeah yeah and it's interesting i think that you know you have so many comics where the heroes are teenagers you know you look at 
yeah. you look at a lot of those comics, and unless they're specifically pointing out that they're teenagers, a lot of the times they act a lot more mature than they actually are. And I think this did a really good job of saying, this is this might be what happens if you actually put a 17-year-old yeah. with powers out into the world. With versus, no, like, adult leadership. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, her teen... Well, and, the, and the fact that she was even mature enough to be like, I'm not mature enough to do this, yeah. Yeah. is kind of incredible, yeah. to be honest. Because most, it's like, you see it with you know, celebrities, right? We give them the status of adults mm-hmm. and we give them the money of adults and we give them the power of adults. And then right? we're surprised when they fuck their lives exactly. up. Exactly. And then we're su- completely surprised when everything goes to shit. Okay. And most of them aren't adults enough to be like, I'm right. I can't because right? you, you have to, you have to learn how to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to know yourself and know your own limits. And you can't do that at 14. No. And when you have that much power and people just, you know, bow to you and say, oh man, you're so cool. You're so great. You can do whatever you want. And mm-hmm. you don't learn how to restrain yourself because you never thought that you had to until something completely apocalyptic happens and you're fucked. Yep. So anyway, it brought up a lot of really cool things. Yeah. Yeah. Very that, interesting. Uh, very well done. And I <laughs> definitely think I'm going to be reading more. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, so that's it for us this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, all the other social medias. Um, all of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> and Find me on ICQ, friends. For, okay. Oh, God. We don't have a Pinterest. That's no. because Pinterest is dumb. <laughs> I don't like Pinterest. You can't look at Pinterest unless you have an account on Pinterest. <laughs> I hate that. And that offends me. I like <laughs> That's the most offensive part of it. Yeah. Like, I can never yeah. get into it if you don't ever give me a glimpse. Yeah. No. Stupid. I refuse How do I to get make an account just Even to Tumblr. Look. Tumblr, you don't have to have an account to go on Tumblr. I signed you up for Pinterest really, once, like, and it like emailed everyone that I've ever known and told them <laughs> I was on Pinterest, and they all wanted to be my friends. And I'm like, I just no. wanted to see this crockpot recipe. <laughs> Please don't at me. I just imagine Shelby <laughs> unplugging her computer, setting it on fire, moving out of state. No, Mm-mm. no more Thanks, Pinterest. Pinterest. So we will never be on print- on Pinterest, but we are on everything else. We're on Tumblr. We're on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. And as always, we have snacks. It's a cashew blend. Wine snacks. It is in wine. They clearly deserve each other. <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way I was going to say possible. that was like mean. No, in the <laughs> nicest way possible. They, fa- they, they found each they other, found in, this, each other. In, this, in this great big world. And that's touching. No. They found love in a hopeless place. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> now that's just going to be stuck in my place. place. In case Diane Lane ever listened to this. We love you, Diane. Technically, you're in charge. You should okay. be corralling us. You know, my other favorite, Diane, Diane Kruger. I don't oh, she's great. Oh. She's hot. Is she still with Joshua no, Jackson? No, they broke up. <gasps> She's so attractive. It's devastating. Oh, it is devastating. All right, you guys. No. God, I remember that but piece that, of shit. I love was that, that movie. Troy? Yes. <laughs> remember oh, when God. she met Helen of Troy? In, in the Troy. Movie, Troy? In the movie. <laughs> in the movie. What movie Troy? was that? Well, let me think. Shut up. I love that movie so much. God, I was just so mad because um, they had, what's his nose, Brad Pitt playing the gay dude, but he never got to like kiss any boys. I mean, it was, Oh, no. That's his cousin. But honestly. No, they <laughs> fucked. <laughs> If Kenneth listened to our podcast, he would know. Right? That he would know. Deep. Kenneth. Kenneth. Night of the Living Deep.